Welcome to the Better Being Me podcast. I am Joanne Hatchard, your host. This podcast is about how I use my neurodiversity to navigate the complexities and confronting aspects of parenting. We can explore the different supports and methods I use to sort out my shit to be a better parent. Together, we can discover what is going to work best for you to be calm, be connected, and be you. Welcome and thank you for everyone coming back. Uh, Today, I am talking with Nikki Schultz, who is a kinesiologist, amongst other things, who works with NLP and hypnotherapy. Very different background, is an amazing source of information and um, an inspiring success story working through her own struggles to then move into providing the care and um, illumination to other people. So thank you very much, Nikki, for coming with me today. Thank you. I'm heaps excited to be here. Excellent. So today I just want to start out with your background. So it wasn't always kinesiology, NLP, hypnotherapy. Where was it that you started? Um, yeah, so I've actually um, been in the travel industry for 23 years. So I was a travel agent for about 18 years of that. And then in the last couple of years, moved into the marketing department. So looking after like all the digital stuff for them. So that was a massive um, growth for me. But I look at every step of like every job I've done and everything has all led me to doing this work because it's given me the tools and the skills I needed to have my own business and yeah, that sort of thing. So, yeah. And how did you step into the kinesiology, NLP, hypnotherapy arena? Like it seems like yeah. a bit of a jump. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a long story as short as possible. Um, in 2008, I um, was traveling in Morocco and on the way home, I had a stopover in Singapore and I um, hurt my back carrying all my luggage to the my hotel room like after a long flight from London and I was tired and woke up in the middle of the night and was just in so much pain in my back and um, had to drag myself along the floor to go to the toilet and I'd actually bulged a disc in my back and I didn't know that at the time I just knew that I couldn't walk and I was stuck in this overseas country and not knowing what to do um And so with that, that was quite a journey. I I managed to get home okay and everything and then had cortisone injections, tried physio, um, tried chiro and everything, and no one seemed to be able to help reduce the pain. Um, So I was living with my parents because I couldn't really look after myself. Mm. Um, And um, I finally, someone suggested an osteopath to me and she literally took the pain away like I was able to like after a few sessions walk again properly and not be in constant pain um and so it was while I was going to see her that I saw a flyer in um the waiting room and it was for a kinesiologist and so it just really spoke to me about where I was at that point in my life like with just no self-esteem no self-worth and just feeling pretty lost and in a not great place um And so, yeah, I started seeing the kinesiologist and um, uh, it was after a couple of years, I think I was just like realizing that I wanted more from my life. And so in a session, she suggested to me, well, like just look through Google and find 
some jobs that you might be interested in. And I just went, I want to be a kinesiologist. And so, um, yeah. So then while I was working full time, I was studying that as well. That was pretty intense. Um, and yeah, so I just, I guess where it came from was just realizing that I wanted more for my life. And I realized that I wanted to help people and seeing the changes in my own life and how I was able to find more meaning and purpose in my own life. I wanted to help other people feel and do that as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're really coming from um, your own experience. Like I think that says a lot about a practitioner when they're actually motivated to enter in the field because of the success that they've had with the treatments and the therapies that they've used on themselves as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And even then like doing the NLP and the, hypnotherapy I'm just like fascinated by the mind and how um how much power our thoughts have over us and how much we can control them for good or bad um and so realizing that um even though I'd come a long way there was still even further that I wanted to come because I was still being ruled by my negative mindset and so um yeah doing NLP and hypno both really helped turn that around um and have given me amazing tools to be able to help with my clients as well so that they can then help themselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just for those playing at home, uh, NLP. What is yes. Neuro linguistic programming. So um, it's kind of looking at language of mind. So um, everything that's happened to us in our lives um, gets put through a filter and like we can delete and distort um, our memories and we, we see what we see as a representation through our filter, like our, mm-hmm. our eyes or whatever. Um, and so this can then create beliefs and patterns in our life that um, can actually limit us and hold us back from being our, our like authentic selves and, and being living our true potential. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The, um, I guess whichever way you look at it, everybody wears the masks. Um, and if you can drop them or see through the masks that it's through the neurolinguistic, Oh my God, I'm going to stick it in NLP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we can, you know, see the barriers that are in front of you and the words that you use and, um, the way that you're processing information, once you can drop that through, is just so much more relaxing, isn't it? Like it's it's easier to be that person than it is to pe- carry all of this excess filters. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it, it's so hard pretending to be someone that you're not. Like it takes so much more effort to do that than it does to just be you and just allow those masks to drop. Um, yeah. So whatever you can do to help that happen is just going to benefit your life. Yeah, 100% agree on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and just to clarify, I, I've done a lot of hypnotherapy and some of my hypnotherapists was not particularly good. Others were pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Just to eliminate any worries around hypnotherapy, you're in complete control all the time, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. There's quite a few people that are, are scared about it and it's. I think they've been to too many fringe shows where they've seen people get up on stage and do things like, I don't know, crazy things. But, um, yeah, no, it's actually, it's really beautiful. Like it's like being in a deep state of meditation. So you're completely aware of what's going on. You can come out of it if you want to. Um, And it's just a way of 
um, bypass, bypassing our conscious mind and our conscious thoughts. So imagine um, your conscious thoughts are the bouncer and that's not letting you into the nightclub of your brain. And so you've got all these unconscious thoughts in the nightclub um, and that's where a lot of like our limiting beliefs and stuff are sitting and we can't access them because the bouncer's going, no, nah, you're not coming in. And so by going into this state of hypnosis, um, we're kind of bypassing the bouncer and we're sneaking in the toilet window around the back of the nightclub and getting in and then like shining a light on these, um, where these patterns and behaviours came from. And yeah, so that so actually, be, it's actually a really beautiful process. Yeah. yeah. And that would be similar to say the NLP filters that we, you were talking about previously, that subconscious mind. So how you perceive things. Mm, yeah. 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 Exactly. Those bits and pieces to get to the reality or truth. Yeah. 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 Cause our, our conscious mind will just be going, no, nah, no, nah, you're yeah. not doing that. You can't do that. Like, um, yeah. And it's stopping us from, um, yeah, like I said, like being up, living our potential. So. Yeah. And kinesiology. I love kinesiology because as somebody that dissociates from my body quite easily <laughs> and frequently, yep. especially in times of stress, I find that kinesiology really brings me back into my body because the body is always holding messages and always holding um, space for me but I don't always connect with it and I find that kinesiology really is a useful process in connecting those two back again yes absolutely and it's also like your body knows knows what it needs to heal I guess that's the premise of kinesiology and so it's um not me healing you as such it's me directing um or talking to your body and, and finding out what it wants to be able to bring you back into balance. So, yeah. And the balance that we're aiming for is the um, authentic self, right? So dropping, yeah. dropping the mask, dropping the filters, dropping the bouncer, dropping all of that crap that hinders us from being in alignment with our true purpose or however, yeah. you know, you can go woo-woo on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really. I love the woo-woo side of it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Getting rid of the stress (laughs) basically, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And just finding that homeostasis in like all the areas of our body, like mentally, um, physically and and spiritually, emotionally, that sort of thing. So um, that's what we're kind of striving for to just bring about that, that holistic balance. Yeah. I love homeostasis. I don't think it's enough. osmosis a lot and i guess that's you know you're bringing back the the balance between everything aren't you yeah 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 totally yeah perfect so tell me what your typical process is for a new client yeah um yeah so what i would do is um like always when i'm first talking to someone on the phone i'll make sure that we're a right fit to start with um and just have a bit of a chat to them about what what they're wanting to achieve from coming to see me. Um, and then I'll get them to fill out a form, which they'll send back to me before the session. And then in the session, we'll kind of discuss what's on the form. And then it's about setting an intention for the session. And then we work around that. So then um, I draw on all the different modalities that I've studied. There's a few other um, like ones that I've studied, like forensic healing, and I bring in some Reiki sometimes. So just pulling in on all of that to, um, 
best serve my client and and hopefully help them work towards what they want to achieve from the session, which is the intention that we set out. So, um, and then I will give them some home support and also maybe give them some tools. So say someone's coming to me for anxiety, I'll give them some tools that they can use so that they're not reliant on me. They can go out and have the coping mechanisms to cope with their anxiety or whatever mm. um, and use them themselves. So, yeah. Yeah. I've had a couple of sessions with Nikki and although there's no blinding light bulb moments, there's a huge amount of information that just kind of plops in place and you sit there and kind of think, why the fuck couldn't I think of that myself? Oh yeah, totally. And yeah. And you almost like kick yourself going, that was so simple. Like, well, I should have just realized that myself, but it's um, about, yeah, you, you don't always see it. <laughs> yourself, so yeah. <laughs> can't see the forest for all these trees yeah exactly yeah yeah and yeah because we have our blankers on so we can't see beyond our blankers and we're just like no no there's nothing else out there like but I'm, I'm just there helping pull back the blankers I guess so mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and I think that's almost imperative for everybody even me being um somebody who's a social work background and working with other people like I still have my own stuff that I'm working through and blind to so it's great to have somebody like you that I can rely on um to kind of do that for me that I I do for other people yeah totally and I I have people that I see as well I think everyone needs help in uh, to some degree not help but support like um yeah support to just be be the best person you can be because there's lots of um lots of hurdles along the way and so just help having someone there to support you through that is yeah so important yeah and we were talking previously about how it's really not a nine to five job that you've got going on here and it's really all encompassing all of your energy all of your space so you know it's not five o'clock hits around and you're done it's extended like it's who you are first and then that's who you're bringing to the session for healing as well isn't it yeah totally and yeah because like when when you love doing something there is no nine to five um I guess yeah but then also I've I've got to walk my talk and so I have like my morning practice that I'm really committed to and that helps me um, get in that state of alignment and and connection because that's how I want my clients to feel. And so if I'm not doing that for myself, that's going to come across in my sessions with my clients. So if I'm feeling scattered and um, disconnected, then how am I going to be of service to anyone? So, yeah, um, it's about it's how I want to feel that's I want to feel good every day I want to feel lit up and aligned and connected so um it's um as much for me as it is about being um of service to others as well yeah Yeah. and would you say that's around your business or um mission statement or personal mission statement yeah um I guess my personal mission statement is just to live from a place of like love and compassion and and alignment and the alignment thinks something that I've probably only got super clear on in the last month or so um, because I've really dug deep into questioning does this feel heavy does this feel light and then if it feels heavy do I need to do it or 
Um, is there a way I can do it so that it doesn't feel so heavy? And so just really tuning into that has just been a, a game changer for me because um, when we're not doing things that feel in alignment, then we're not, we're kind of like discrediting ourselves and going, oh, you're not worthy of me honouring me kind of thing. Um, and so I, I feel like just my own sense of worth and everything has improved by me staying aligned and and doing what feels good and what feels right and what brings me more joy um yeah whereas when you don't do that you're kind of diminishing yourself and adding to the suffering of your life and why would you want to do that so yeah but then I guess sorry so to answer your other question around my (laughs) my business my business mission is yeah just to help people find that connection and that meaning and their purpose in their life so that they can just, yeah, live their best life because we're not made to suffer. Um, We don't have to, and it's, we all have bad things happen to us. I'm not denying that, but it's our choice how, how much we hold on to those bad things and, and stay in that state of suffering. So um, just to be able to pull yourself out of that as much as you can is just so important. Yeah. Um, I think I was speaking previously with Jesse Miller, the art therapist. It's about processing the big emotions and letting them go. Yeah. Yeah. And don't sit in them because stagnated in them. Yeah. 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 And because, and just feel them and allow them to pass through. Like one of my teachers says, um, sit in shit, don't bathe in it. So stay in there for a little while. don't swim about in it for ages. Like we've got to feel the emotions, but Mm -hmm. make sure you let them pass through. Um, Because if we don't feel them, then they're just going to stick in our body and and turn into, they'll cause dis-ease in our body somewhere. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah. 100% agree with you there too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thunk that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you've got different workshops. Your mandala workshop is just about, at capacity so this is probably going to pass by the time the podcast comes out what are your other offerings that you've got going on right now um i'm hoping to do the mandala workshops a bit more regularly um like this will be my first one coming up um i just have found them really good for me as well i have a or i had a very loud perfectionist in my head who said oh you can't do art you can't do anything but i had this creative side of me that was just like busting to get out and it's been really strong the last few months and I started doing these mandalas and I've always loved mandalas and I use them in my kinesiology that was what we learned about like just having um an intention and affirmations around them and so they're a beautiful way of just centering yourself um and so yeah i I've kind of put these workshops together and we'll do a bit of meditation and and mindfulness and um, set the intention around creating these mandalas. And it's just a way of connecting with yourself and your creative side. And um, yeah, I just, I I think they're incredible. Like they've made such a difference in my life and being able to connect with that creativity in me. Um, So yeah, hoping to run some more of them. Um, And then I do also um, uh, focus on doing quit smoking sessions with clients as well. So with hypnosis, so 
Um, that's another passion of mine because I was a smoker for a long time and I, I know how, like, uh, 18 years, and <laughs> like, yeah, on and off, but, yeah, like, way too long. And, like, I know how insidious it is. Like, it just, they talk to you and they'll, like, control your life. Like, you're constantly thinking of them and you know they're disgusting, you know they're killing you, but you just, they have so much power over you. And so if I can help people overcome that then like yeah it's that lights me up as well so yeah there's so many layers to smoking i think like it's not just the nicotine itself is physically addictive but then the it's deep breathing right you get the deep breathing you get the deep breathing feels and you get that oral fixation and the relaxation in your neck um yeah it's like multi-layers it's not just about cutting the behavior out you have to cut out all the things that you attach to that behavior as well don't you oh totally and it's it uh, it never fails to blow me away how people make these associations when they first um become a smoker and that just sticks with them throughout their life and like it's also amazing how much smoking can stop someone from living their life like I had one client who was just she only had a few cigarettes a day but they just stopped her from doing everything that she wanted to do because she um, didn't want to see how unfit she was and all that sort of stuff. And now she's like, sees all this potential and opportunity in her life. And it was amazing that just how much they controlled her life and, and that's gone now. So, yeah. Yeah. I think when I was in Canada, the big thing, it was a very social thing to smoke. So everybody, everybody left the pub all at once to have like a smoking session. So if you didn't smoke, you sat in the pub by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like I said, like there's just another layer on top of the smoke. Yeah. So yeah. And that was something I found hard when I stopped. Like that was almost keeping me doing it for longer than I probably wanted to. It was the social aspect of it. Like, yeah, like you said, going outside and, it was just a way of chatting to people that you didn't know and you had that common cancer stick in your hand (laughs) to kind of unite you and bring you together in conversation and yeah I mean that's how I started flirting with Brad like my father yeah wow (laughs) I would scab a cigarette off of him or something and he'd be more than happy to share which was yeah (laughs) so I don't know what would have happened if we didn't smoke yeah not that that's a good thing, but yeah. But yeah, I know how hard it is to let all of that go. Um, yeah, yeah. So many different emotional connections as well as physical connections. And, you mm. know, um, and that's what I love about the way I was taught hypnotherapy. It's um, not just reading from a script, like it's really digging deep and finding out what um, those triggers are for the person and um what's keeping them doing it and um what their beliefs are around it because and like there might be a part of them that really wants to quit but then there's also a part that doesn't want to quit and that part can be stronger than the one that does want to stop so just like looking at everything it's it's not like a cookie cutter thing it's um very personal for each individual smoker in the approach that I take with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's amazing. Uh, I think you bring that into every session that you do as well. It's not just for the quitting smoking. It's every 
um, aspect for whatever reason, like you say, you come in and you create a, an intention statement and you work from there. So every session you have is a very individualized, personalized session. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And no two sessions are the same. And yeah, I, cause I work quite intuitively as well. So I'll, I'll be guided by that. And it's all about, yeah, giving you and your body what you need to, to find that homeostasis, like we said before. So, yeah. yeah. So you do individual kinesiology sessions with well, mm-hmm. sessions which have all, all of your awesomeness. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you've got like quit smoking hypnotherapy program. So if you had somebody that was um, apprehensive about the kinesiology, the NLP, the hypnotherapy, what's your approach to enlighten them? Um, I guess I kind of try and make them feel as comfortable as possible in that initial phone call that we have um, and answer any questions they might have. I remind people that it's um, a like they're a participant in it as much as I am. Um, and if they're wanting the changes in their life, they need to participate and it, it needs to be um them accepting the part that they play in um the negative aspects of their life i guess and that can be hard for some people to accept but um like we all do have that bad stuff happen to us but again like your power is in how much you let that control your life and are you going to be a victim to it your whole life so just if if you're ready to let it go and just stop playing the victim and and just have the freedom of getting out of that cage that you've kind of almost created for yourself then um yeah you'll 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 be more empowered so i guess that's ultimately what i want for all my clients is to have that empowerment that they can help themselves and that they can um be free from the binds that they've got on them whether they've been put on them by other people throughout their life they're ultimately still being held there by them so um drawing the line in the sand basically yeah exactly yeah 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 so and then in the session I'm always checking in with the client to see that they're still feeling comfortable and relaxed and I make it clear that if at any time they're wanting to stop the session or like they're not feeling comfortable then just like to let me know so yeah. yeah they're in they're in the power and in, in yeah in exactly yeah we're just the interpreter of them yeah yeah, yeah. amazing oh, yeah i love the work i love kinesiology i love hypnotherapy nlp uh. <laughs> <laughs> but nlp is also just like it's reframing so we've done a bit of that in our sessions like um where it's you're thinking of it this way. It's like, yeah, but what if you looked at it this way? And then it's like, ah, oh, yeah, that actually works better in my life. So, yeah. Changing the perspective, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I can't say NLP. I can't say the real word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NLP, I can say, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so where can people find you on the media, on the social medias? Yes, so I'm on Facebook. It's Nikki Schultz, and then I've got kinesiologist, hypnotherapist, and NLP coach on there. Even though I'm kind of not just confined to those labels, I 
it's just an easier way for people to find me. Um, and then on um, Instagram as well, Nikki.Schultz. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, send lots of questions. Book her out. She's amazing. Uh, I think the work that you do is, is just whole body. And uh, I'm so grateful that you've given me the opportunity to express your awesomeness to the rest of the world. Um, (laughs) Any parting words of wisdom before we sign off? Oh, I just think you're amazing. So thank you for having me. And um, yeah, thank you for what you're doing as well. Yeah. So um parting words just uh embrace life like life is to be lived and loved and um just yeah do what you can to be living from a place of light and joy and love as much as you can because that's the real meaning and purpose in life i think so yeah beautiful thank you very Mm. much yeah thank you you. (laughs) and we'll talk soon Uh, bye i don't know how to sign up Generally laugh at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll do.